Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Weekly Wake Up, the Do Hard Things Nation Weekly Wake Up. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing great, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's uh, it's Monday morning. It's time to dominate the week. This week's uh, topic is being present. Be present. And uh, so, when you think about being present, Tom, what does that what does that mean to you, dude? This is a, a stupidly crazy topic. And when you really think about it, what do you think of when you hear "be present"? It sounds kind of like, well, no shit, right? It sounds like, well, what, if you're not present, then where are you? It, it, it kind of sounds maybe a little woo-woo, but... Yeah, you know, yeah, it was funny because kids back in school, they would ask you, you know, Tom here, present, yeah, pre- Jay, <laughs> present. Yeah. And you had the odd stupid kid going, ah, oh, president, ha-ha, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, tell me about present. Tell yeah, me when I think about mean. present, yes, we are physically present, but are you <laughs> mentally present? Are you mindful? Are you aware of where you're at? And are you fully engaged in the moment? And what I find in this highly distractive, unfocused, dopamine-driven society, we're running around with our hair on fire and we're constantly in the state of multitasking, constantly in a state of, I'm having a conversation. You ever had that conversation with someone in their heads buried in their cell phone? It's so freaking annoying. Yep. And when you're doing that, you're, you're not fully engaged. And it also, in an in a environment where there's a lot of anxiety and worry, it's because you're trying to live in the future or something you can't control. You're not truly living in the now. Or if you're depressed and you're thinking about something that happened to you five years ago, you're living in the past. But happiness can only be found in the present moment, right now. Right now, I think about Spaceballs. That right now, you, see, you ever see that scene where they're like, "Where are we at? We're in the movie right now." Like that's presence. So yeah, yeah. Um, and it sounds silly, uh, but it takes a little bit of uh, mindfulness to to do that. Um, yeah. But when I think about, you know, I, I tend to be, I, I have suffered with anxiety and depression, and I look at both those. Well, anxiety is like trying to control something that I can't control, worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet. And living in that hell is something that may not even happen That's right. Uh, because my mind is spinning out of control or I'm depressed because of something that happened to me in my childhood that I needed to just bless and release and let go. Yeah. And all of these things, it's just like, you know, it, it's, um, it's work that is needed. But when you focus more on the present, you're going to be, this is where you find your happiness. That's yeah, what I think time. about. Well, I'll tell you what, there's, there's two ways to look at it. We have the um, all encompassing, you know, the past the future, the present, and what that all means, just as you had said. Or we can bring this down to the acute one-day level. Just imagine this. Imagine tonight. I'm going to work backwards, okay, from my day here. So let's say work in, uh, in the evening. Um, I'm in the kitchen with my wife, and I'm going to be totally present. Mm-hmm. She's making dinner. 
I have other st- stuff to do. She makes dinner. I don't help very much. All right. So I'm usually on my phone or doing some work in the office. Imagine I show up in the kitchen and be totally present. And I say to her, hey, Renata, is there anything you need? Hey, let me cut up the veggies. Let me chop that up. Can I take out the plates? And I start taking out the plates. Hey, move over here. I'll stir this up. Right. So how was your day today? And I'm just like right in her face. You know, she's going to look at me because I'm just totally present. Are you looking for some sex tonight? You know, like you're never in here. But just imagine I'm just totally engrossed in the experience. I sit down with her, look across from her. And she's like, man, this is like a first date or something. What's wrong with you? Just totally present, baby. Just totally present. Yeah. Right. And it just intensifies everything because I'm listening to every word. and She feels respected. She feels like we're engaged. Is that a good thing? Oh, absolutely. Damn right. How come we don't do it that often? Because we're not in the present. Our minds are someplace else. Jay, I've got to work out later on. Usually when I work out, I, I go to my phone in between sets and I'm, you know, messaging people. I'm looking at things, whatever I'm looking at, right? Imagine being totally engaged in the set. The set is no longer just the set. It's no longer lifting a weight up and down. Instead, you're just totally engrossed in squeezing the muscle and getting that extra rep. Right. Imagine how much different your performance is going to be with that workout because you're present in the workout, how you take your exercise to a completely different level. Yeah. Imagine that. No, it, it, everything, if you want that vibrancy in life and you want that pop in life, you got to be engrossed in the moment. And it's really, it's the little things. It's enjoying that rep, like looking at the muscle as you're like flexing it, you know, as yep. opposed to like being distracted or, yep. I mean, hell, like, you know, going outside and going for a walk without uh, a smartwatch or without a phone and just watching the leaves blow, smelling all the smells in the neighborhood, like it, because oftentimes we're like running around, you know, sometimes I'll have a podcast on or I'm just kind of like zipping through or maybe I'm taking a phone call and you don't really enjoy the little things in life, but it's that presence of mind. It's the little things that make you truly feel fulfilled and it gives you, um, energy yeah big time so you you know i took a look at a taking a drive have you ever have a have you ever had a drive you're driving along and you get to your destination going like i don't even remember driving to my destination it's been 15 20 minutes i've been in my head i can't believe i'm already here yeah you had that experience yeah like what i'm here already like i i do because I, I do a lot of driving and i'll be like man i'm here in ashland already like where did the last 30 minutes go <laughs> exactly now being present means I know when I had a motorcycle, getting onto the motorcycle, you feel the wind in your face. You feel the bump in the road. You see this squirrel going by that you don't want to run over on the motorcycle because it's a different feel than a vehicle, right? You feel the, the bugs hitting your windshield, all that kind of stuff, right? On, you know, on your, on your uh, helmet, all that kind of stuff is a completely different experience where you're with nature, you're with the road. You're present on the ride. It's completely different from being semi-conscious on the road driving your regular vehicle. That's what we're talking about by being present. You know, how do you tackle your work day when you're totally present with your job versus thinking about, you know, when is five going to show up? What's uh, what's for dinner tonight? What am I going to do tonight? And you're just totally engaged in your job. How much different are you going to be at work because of that? Right. That to me. When we talk about being present, we talk about being focused, we talk about being engaged, you become a completely different person. So this topic, present, being present, 
yeah. is a lot more than just that word suggests. It's it's one of the pillars. In, there's six pillars from High Performance Academy. It is one of the pillars of remarkable success is your ability to be focused and engaged in the moment and being aware. And there, I've got a couple strategies here for those that are looking for maybe, you know, trying to be a little bit more, uh, how, how do you get more presence in, in your life? Because really what's happened is we've developed a bunch of habits uh, that, that are taking our focus and distraction away. But a couple things that you can do to gain more presence is one, it sounds simple because these things are simple. I They're easy that. to do. They're easier not to do, but if you incorporate them, you're going to be more successful. You're going to be more present. So the first one yeah. is practicing gratitude, practicing okay. gratitude. Yep. Like just taking a moment and just being mm-hmm. like grateful. Like I'm grateful for this cold brew coffee that I'm drinking. It's going to give me a little bit of energy this morning. It tastes good. It makes me feel good. I'm grateful that I have it. I'm grateful for my health this morning. Lacey and I went for a little run this morning. The weather's cooled down beautiful morning. Just grateful that I have the health because I know that there's people in my life right now that are battling some significant health concerns. I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful for another day on this planet. Um, I, I'm, I'm grateful for an amazing Father's Day yesterday. I got to connect with my kids and watch Top Gun and Lacey took me out for a fantastic dinner. It was a fantastic Sunday and I'm grateful for all of those things. And I really tried yesterday to be really mindful and in the moment and, and, and be engaged and put my cell phone away in those moments and not be, you know, connected to it. So I like when that, you think yeah. about gratitude, what do you think? Yeah, that, that's huge. I think when it comes down to gratitude, everyone who shows appreciation for something, whether it's big or small, when they do that, it changes your perspective entirely. Yeah. All right. But the challenge is you have to make that part of your day. You have to make that a habit as part of your day, starting up in the morning. Hey, what am I grateful for? This sounds so corny, Jay. I would walk with my wife every morning and I would say to her, okay, you know, it's that time again. And she's like, okay, it's that time. And it's like, okay, what what are three things you're grateful for? I know that sounds so corny because I'm not a corny kind of guy, but that's something we started doing because we heard it someplace, three things. Ever since we started doing that, it's like, I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that. And we try to come up with something different every day. It's like, wow, yeah, this is yeah. good. Start, But that's a habit. Yeah, And everyone can do it. When I have my kids and I drive them to school, we got about a 10-minute drive to school. I always be like, they always like roll their eyes. Like, oh, I hear dad goes again. What are you grateful for? Okay, let's not. Okay, grateful for family. Let's let's break it down. Let's go, I'm going to press you a little bit harder. And uh, every time, yeah. and we always get a little chuckle out of it, but it's always the same thing. Like, oh, here goes, here goes dad again. But trying to implement that with them, like develop that habit of being grateful. One day it's going to click for them. And uh, it does. Hey, my kids are older. It does click because then they start talking like that as well. And you're like, shit, man. All right. He's just like dad. Wow. Yeah. Keep doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's a, it's a simple, it's a simple thing like that, but that's how you can be more present with uh, gratitude. Second one, focus on one thing at a time. Like you said, you know, when you go into the, your workout, right. Not being distracted. I like to play uh, some Tony Robbins or Brendan Bouchard or something, a podcast when I'm lifting. But if you're picking up the phone and you're texting people in between reps and you're doing like all these other activities, it's 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 this constant need to multitask. And and so I would challenge you to look at, and some people pride themselves on multitasking. I'm an amazing multitasker. Well, I'll tell you from High Performance Academy, that is a horrible, horrible 
habit. And if you want to be incredibly productive, incredibly focused, and you want to be incredibly present, stop the habit of multitasking and get laser focused on a singular task and dominate that task. And you'll get through that task faster. And then you can get onto the next one task faster, as opposed to splitting your focus on multiple different things simultaneously. This, okay, yeah. this idea that we're constantly in customer service, that we have to answer our phone every time it dings, it's wasting yeah. so much of your time and taking so much of your attention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me speak to that as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm a high performance guy. I've got a lot of stuff on my plate. I've got a lot of things I've got to do today. It's like unbelievable how much I've got to do today. Um, it's enough to have somebody say that's too much like that. That's all over the map. No, it isn't. I use a block system in my calendar, whether it's half an hour's half an hour or an hour long slot. I know this out of the 10 things I have to do today, there's one hour completely devoted to production. I've got to do some video videography. I'm going to be completely engaged, completely present, completely focused with that unitask. It's just that thing. That's it. And I'm completely locked in. And when that's done, I'm going to take a 15 minute break. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to be completely locked in on that. Right. So I'm only focused on one thing at a time, but I've orchestrated it in a way where my calendar allows me to do that. So it's one thing, totally focused times 10 different time slots. That's how you do it because you do it the other way and it's all jumbled up. You're like, you don't get to anything because it's all in front of you. Like, what do I start with now? I'm just uh, paralyzed by analysis here. What do I start with? You don't do anything. And all of a sudden you get a, a text and that's the distraction. Now you got a call with somebody that you shouldn't be talking to. Yeah. No, I, I like to use uh, 50 minute time blocks and there's a couple different, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll just turn my phone off or put it away or I'll set the timer on. Like I'm not going to answer anything on my phone for 50 minutes until the timer runs down. It's like yep. dings. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get up and take a break. I might check it then. There's a cool app called Forest where you can like set these different times. It's like a little game where you actually, if you don't touch your phone, you create like a tree. There's a thing called a Pomodora app. I guess it's a Spanish thing. Uh, a Pomodora is like a 25 minute time block and you collect the Pomodoras or whatever, but it's just, it's just getting away from your phone. You're not customer for most people are not customer service. You don't have to be Pavlov's dog and answer the phone every time it dings. That's usually the biggest distraction. Or if someone calls you at your office or, or put some boundaries around some of those things. But if you can do focused, deep work, um, you're going to crush through a lot more. And so that's okay. same thing. I use the time block system. And when I'm like, okay, I'm in this time block. I'm not answering anything else. You'll start to really crush through and you really get into that creative flow and you can yep. really uh, gain some traction on whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, Jay, you know what I've done is uh, I use just a simple Google Calendar. I've mm -hmm. never used a Google Calendar. I've always used a uh, pen and paper. That seemed to work for me. Um, I was very good with uh, pen and paper. It's actually pencil and paper because I had a race and, you know, all that kind of stuff. The reality was when I put it onto Google and I had it on my phone, I'm getting reminders of my tasks left, right, and center. And I'm like, I've become so productive with this time blocking system that the reminder comes in 30 minutes after I've already completed the task because I've been that good. It's like, it's already been done. That feels good when that happens. It feels amazing. Yeah. I'm like, holy, let me delete, delete, swipe, yeah. you know, get rid of this. It's already done. And like, and then I'm walking around my office going, now what? What else can I do? Because I've increased my productivity with this little system. I'm present, you know, 
Step number two, what you're talking about, anyone can do that. Yeah, yeah. Anyone can time block and become more efficient with their time. Great strategy. It's huge. You got to do it. Yeah. Now I'll challenge those out there listening. If you've never time blocked before, it's it's a simple thing. Just take a block of time. It could be 25 minutes. It's a Pomodoro, a 30 minute, maybe it's a 50 minute. I would recommend not more than 50 minutes because you can, you need to take a break so you can recharge or re-energize. 40, about 45 minute mark is usually when I'm like, okay, damn, I'm, I need to probably get up and stretch or something. 50 minutes yeah. is the sweet spot. Take a 10 minute break and then come back in and do your next you know, I, yep, I try to get yep. up and go walk around and re-energize a little bit. Big time. Um, in in university, they have 50-minute blocks. It's an hour-long class. Yeah. It's a 50-minute block. You get a 10-minute break. That's usually how they do things. Yeah, absolutely. So there's something there. And I would just encourage those around there to, if you haven't tried it, give it a try. Love it. Give me number three. What do we got? So this one's this is a hard one. This is letting go when you're when you're finding yourself pissed off or stewing on something, letting go of that anger. Okay. Because it's very difficult to be in the present moment and truly enjoy it when you're hacked off about something and you're stewing on it. And I, this is a hard one for me because I tend to stew. I'll be a stewer and I'm really trying to break the habit on this one. Yeah. That's being aware of my emotional ladder, you know, uh, Abraham Hanks emotional scale and then working through that deliberately has really, really helped. Like putting a time block on it, like, okay. I'm going to stew on this for about another 15 minutes. And then I'm going to get up and change my physiology. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to go listen to something positive. I'm going to pick up the phone and call somebody. Having that level of mindset and, and having Lacey next to me, because she'll call me out on it too. Like, Jay, you're stewing. You got about another, she, she'll be like, you got about another five minutes on this that we're transitioning to something else. I'm like, okay, okay. And it's really helped because I, I, for the longest time have been one. So it's you can't it's difficult to be present in the moment and and in the now with vibrancy and and being happy if you're pissed off about something and you're stewing on something what are you, okay. what are your thoughts on that tom uh well here's i rarely stew on something because uh stewing to me is in some ways a bit of a lack of courage and it's a lack of um being a problem solver here's what i mean if i'm bothered by somebody and i'm stewing over it mm-hmm. That's on me. That's my fault. Yeah. Because what I should have done was I should have contr- confronted the person, Jay, and in showing showing courage, Jay, I'm bothered by something. Here's what's bothering me. I don't like the way you talked to me uh, the other day. I deserve respect. I work very hard here, and I wanted to just let you know that that can't happen anymore. So I'd like it to stop. How do you feel about that? You respond back. I don't need to stew anymore because I've addressed it. The reason why you're stewing is because you didn't have the courage to deal with the situation up front. So I don't stew over things. I just confront it head on. I come up with a solution and it's done. It's off my plate. When I have an argument with my wife, very very rare, but we do. We solve the problem. I listen to her, get her viewpoint. She gets mine. And then 10 minutes later, this should be done. This should be resolved. There's no, this is your, this is your life partner. Why am I going to stew over this and pace around the room for the next six hours and, you know, go to bed mad and wake up mad? What the fuck is that about? I'm going to address it right away. And if she's pissed off and she doesn't want to hear from me, then she's not going to hear from me. I'm going to hear from her. Tell me more. If something's really bothering me, I need to know. Yeah. I want to hear you. 
Guess what ends up happening? 10, 15 minutes later, the fight's over. There's no stewing. That's so immature. Agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I, it's probably something, it's a, it's a habit that I have developed over. It's a bad habit that's just developed. And you're absolutely right. It's not having the tough conversations. But as I have learned to do that, all of that has diminished significantly. But I know that there's a lot of other people out there that still that, that, that do that. And that's yeah, a common, look at me. I'm mad. Habit. I'm really <laughs> mad. I'm walking around. Can't you see? I'm angry. Don't talk to me. Like, what are you getting from that? That's so immature. I see little kids in grade three doing that when I used to be a school teacher. Yeah. Little kids in grade three paced around. It's like, dude, what's the matter? And then the moment you uh, deal with their real issues, they start smiling again. It's like, okay, you just haven't been <laughs> Right? I'm so angry. That person pissed me off. They're, yeah, they're like, Call their yeah. friends about it and just like, like it just, it, it consumes them. It consumes them. They almost, it's almost like they thrive on it. Yep. It's just it's, immature. It, yeah. So it's hard to be present. It's hard to be in the moment when you're doing things like that. So let go of the anger, let go of the bullshit. Like, let it go. Let it go. Yep. I like it. Is that it? You got any, any more? I've got, These are really good. I've got um, just some, another simple one. Just <laughs> notice your surroundings. Like, like just, Slowing down for a minute and, and being in silence and just noticing your surroundings. I, I, this is one that I think about. I was listening to a, um, a, I like this app called Budify, which is like a meditation app. And there's one in there. It's like, oh, you can do meditation while you're driving a car. Okay, let me try this one. And I really liked it because it was like, okay, you're sitting in the car. It's like a nice calming voice. It's like, just listen to the wind, like hitting the, the windshield and listen to the tires, like vibrating. And listen to the hum of the engine and just like, you know, listen to the blinker. It, it just really little things like that. But it was just like, wow, there's a lot actually going on here in this silent moment that I'm that I can be engaged with. Yep. And it, you can use that in any scenario. Like if you're sitting in a park bench, just sit in silence and just like listen and, and watch. And it opens up like a whole new world because I think that we're just so constantly needing distraction and entertainment from music and cell phones and all these different things that uh, we're missing a lot on life. And to be present is noticing the little things. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Big time. Um, oh man. Uh, we're living in a rat race. Yeah. We're living in a rat. We need to slow down. We need to slow down. We need to be more cognizant of the fact that uh, we are in this rat race. And the moment you do that, you actually sit down. You feel the weight of your body sink into your couch. You relax. You listen to the sounds. You might you might have some headphones and listen to music and actually just appreciate that music. Just slow your system down. Yeah. Appreciate your surround. I agree with it. I totally agree with it. I like I the totally uh, fantastic. There's some meditations where they do the body scan where you're like you know you're the guided meditation. Yeah. Like, okay, listen to yourself breathing. Now start from your yeah. head and slowly go down your tongue. Listen to your body and like feel like oh shit, I got a I got a little ache or pain there. Like what's going on there? And it kind of slow down and maybe address it, you know, but you're, you're absolutely right. We're living in a rat race. We're going a thousand miles an hour constantly. Our minds are constantly spinning and requiring entertainment and we're missing out. We're missing out because the beauty and happiness is in the now, but we're focused on what's happening this evening. We're focusing on what's happening uh, tomorrow. We're, we're, you know, we're having all this anxiety or we're, thinking about shit that happened to us 10 years ago. And we're keeping score on that with our partners and all this stuff. And we're not engaged in the now. And if you want well, to be here's the happy, thing too. 
Jay, have you ever picked up? Because I've done this. I'm guilty of this, and I, and I actually think it's pathetic. I actually think it, my action is pathetic when I do this, and I'm doing this a lot less. I'll pick up the phone, and I'll go to a social media just out of habit to see what's going on. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what's going. It's not like checking the score of the latest basketball game. You know, I wonder who's winning. It's I'm going to check my phone just to see if I'm missing out on something by so-and-so. And this is, a, I'm talking about Facebook friends that are not even friends. Like, why am I even on this? Yeah. Hashtag FOMO. I'm missing out on what? On yeah. nothing. So yeah. why am I attracted to the phone? Like, fuck this. And you put the phone in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. And nowadays I'm looking at my wife and we're both looking at each other going, where, where's my phone? Do you know where my phone is? Because we're not doing it very often. Yeah. But in the past, that's what it was. Do you do that, Jay? I, I do that from time to time. And I'm like, what am I doing right now? There'll be some days are worse than others. I feel like days that I might be a little bored or something. I'm like looking for entertainment. Like, what am I missing out on? Maybe I can go yeah. harvest some memes or something, you know? And I'm like, yeah. you know what? This is a waste of time right now. I'm yeah. going to do something else because this is driving me kind of, it's, we're, it's, it's just a bad habit. We're become addicted to these devices. Yeah. Now, if I told you this, Jay, I'm supposed to be learning on Duolingo. I'm supposed to be learning Spanish. And I think that's a noble cause. I live in a Spanish-speaking country. It, to me, it makes sense to do that. And you can say, well, Tom, why don't you just do your Duolingo and learn Spanish? I don't want to do that. That involves work. But should I be doing that? I think it's a good idea. It's just not as gripping as finding out what's on Fox News. What's yeah. the latest in Fox News? They know what they're doing, man. They do. They absolutely. They got us They got us dialed in. They got yeah, us Facebook dialed in. Facebook has dialed in. Uh, TikTok has us dialed in. I mean, you um, we're having a conversation now with my cell phone over here. And I bet when I log in, there's going to be like commercials for like mindfulness apps and being present or something oh, like that. Something that we've talked sick. about. Talk it's going to be brother, on there. dude. Yeah, I know. no, it, it's, it's, it's the house is uh, stacked against us, man. It's like the casino. It's <laughs> crazy. Well, here's the thing. So, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. I'm getting pinged like crazy with my messages. They're just starting right now. Right. Yeah. I got probably 30 messages to, to read after this. Now that's a big distraction. I'm supposed to get to work and really start driving forward. I've got 30 messages. What should I do? Not answer them. Exactly. I would, I would block that exactly. until later in the day. You're not customer service. <laughs> exactly. I tend to some that are very important. The rest of them, I'll check them yeah. later. No, I, 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 I tell people this all the time. If, if don't be offended if you call me and I don't answer, leave a message and I'll get back to you when I can. I usually block all that stuff. Um, there's, there's a handful of people that I will answer in real time for, and it's nothing personal. It's just that I'm very productive. It's if it's truly important, they'll. They'll probably call me a couple of times or they'll send me a message. Hey, 911, call me back. You know, this is a friend emergency. Okay, cool. I got you. Yeah, um, but exactly. people for the most part know that. Um, and I tell them up front, like, don't take it personal if I don't answer right away. It's just yeah. that I'm, you know, I'm super focused. I got a lot going on and I, I, I batch those things. And so that, that has been a huge um, time um, uh, bringing back a lot of time being productive. Right. Yeah. So, yeah big time. Any other points uh, that you have? These are no, really good, Jay. They're these really are good. just uh, some simple ones. Uh, no more time block. Focus on one thing at a time. Be mindful. Notice your surroundings. Let go of your anger. That's what I. That's what I wrote down for today. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it comes down to you've heard this before: the present, the past, the future. The present is, in fact, it's a present. It's a gift, right? It's the gift of today, and embracing today to me that makes total sense. Have you ever seen the guy? who um, played on the high school football team years and years ago, 30 years ago, 
And he's talking about the four touchdowns that he got in the game. And he's still reliving this. He's showing pictures of his old football days when he looked like this. I'm like, dude, get with the times. Yes, those were good times. But you're living through that lens still. Think of uh, Napoleon Dynamite in uh, was it Uncle Rico. <laughs> when he had the foot, he had the football ring, and the, he was talking yeah. about his old football days. Yeah, <laughs> don't be that do guy. That. Don't people, be that guy. Don't be that guy. But people do because yeah. they're they're hanging on to an old identity. They're hanging on to some good times when, in fact, the best times are the present times, right? Um, and that goes with negatives too. You got to drop your stories. I know that's hard. You got to drop the stories. Nobody cares. Really, nobody cares about the stories unless they're going to compare their stories to yours and you guys are going to sympathize with each other and feel good about not getting shit done. To me, that's pathetic. And then you got the future. Well, I'm going to hold out. I'm going to just um, gravitate towards learning and I'm going to be a beast in two years. I'm learning like crazy, man. I'm taking this course and that course in two years. I'm going to be on fire. Um, you know, life starts when I get in shape. I lose 30 pounds. Then I'm going to start. Be- no, 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 no. You do it now. You live for today. The future is just that. It's way out there. That might change. Um. Living in the present, you just, you got to get with that mindset. I got, I got one more strategy. Okay. Hit it. This one's called feel the day. And what this basically means is like, there's these little moments throughout the day, these little moments of impact. It's, it's your kids getting ready to get up and walk out the door for school (laughs) and just taking a moment. And instead of them just like running out, like maybe giving them a hug telling them that you're proud of them and just having that, that minute of conversation, the couple minutes of conversation and actually feeling the day. And oftentimes like we're running around with our hair on fire. We're missing out on these little moments. It's, it's coming home, maybe sitting in the car for a minute, letting the day go by. Then when I walk in, I'm going to walk in with intention and greet my partner with a big hug and a kiss and just ask her how her day I is. Like that. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, maybe taking that walk and just going outside and enjoying like that, you know, moment of, of gratitude. It's the little moments throughout the day where you truly feel the day we're missing out because a lot of people are like, man, I just wish I had more time for this or more time for that. Look, we, we work. Most of us are, are working, you know, a significant amount of time, eight hours a day. Right. And you're not going to get an equal part of, of, unless you create it, but for most people, they're still working toward that, but you have these little quality moments that you could inject in your, in your day that would yep. significantly amplify and, and make you feel more present in, in the moment. I love it's it. Having, love it. It's having lunch with your, with your partner and, and not picking up the cell phone, well, stack the yeah. cell phones up with your friends. And the first one who grabs their cell phone picks up the tab. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. So I'll what tell you what, um, think of the basketball game. I'm not a big fan of basketball. My son plays basketball. I hate watching his games because I just I want him to do well. So I just don't. I, I'd rather not watch the game. But I got to tell you, how long is a basketball game? Like two hours? Something like that. I don't know. All right. I don't watch a lot of basketball. Exactly. I, I'm not a big basketball fan. But you know what I do love? I do love watching the basketball highlights. Yeah. I don't like watching soccer games. It's 90 minutes of. It, in some ways, kind of boringness. There's very few games that are very exciting, but I love the soccer highlights. There's four or five highlights. Like, wow, that was an amazing shot. That was an amazing play. Yeah. I've got a day. I've got 16 hours in my day. 
I'm looking for five highlights. I'm looking for five highlights. Five highlights have to happen today for my day to light up so that I put my head on my pillow and I go, that was a really special day. So what are the five highlights? I know what they're going to be because I've already kind of pre-selected what I'm going to do to create those highlights. That's your clue. If you're watching this, what are your three highlights for today? How are you going to make those highlights happen? So when you go to bed, you're like, this was an amazing day. This was not just a regular day. This was something special. You pre-plan it. Jay, I'm going to have a call with my daughter. It is going to be an unbelievable call. We're going to joke around. We're going to laugh. And I'm going to embrace that call. That's going to be a highlight of my day. I'm going to love it because I'm going to be present. I'm going to be in the moment. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it's like you don't exactly know what the highlight's going to be, but you're setting it up. Like, I'm going to go into this with intention. I'm going to create the highlight. And I like that. You're setting it up. Like, you know, you think of a professional sports athlete. Like, there's going to be highlight moments. They know that. They don't know when in time and space it's going to happen necessarily, like what specifically is going to happen. But they're gearing up for it. They're setting the stage for it. And I love it. I I love it. Like, I'm going to go into tension with this activity. I'm going to make the highlight. That's your day powerful. completely changes. Yeah, your absolutely. day completely changes when you do that. So if you're watching this, give it a shot. See absolutely. how it goes. Send absolutely. us a message. So, yeah. I know this sounds corny. I'm not going to send uh, Jay and Tom a message. Send it. Yeah. With your highlight. It, I actually want to hear it. I want to hear what you got from this and how you applied it. Because otherwise, you're just listening to the podcast. What's your highlight? Oh, speaking of, you, ha- you, uh, you I was thinking of basketball. I don't care for basketball that much. But there's a great uh, Do Hard Things-esque movie on Netflix right now. It's Adam Sandler's new movie called Hustle. It is a really, really good movie. It's a basketball really? movie. And he's, he's uh, you know, Adam Sandler's usually, play, he plays a very serious role. Excellent movie, kind of in, in part with the, I, I like, I need to make like a movie list, like Do Hard Things Nation or Prude yeah, yeah, like yeah. type, because I love like uh, overcoming type movies. It's one of those type of movies. It's really good. So. Speaking of highlights, yeah, he just he just launched it. It's really it's really good, worth watching. Um, all right. So speaking of highlights, I want to highlight someone this week. It's time for the Do Hard Things yeah. Nation spotlights. So let me share my screen here, uh, and uh, we have this week. Give me just a second here. Oh, can can you see my screen? You can't see my screen. No, I can't see it. Gosh, dang it! Why do I? I still suck at this. I got to get better at this. All right. Screen number two and share. It's not sharing. I don't know why it's not sharing. Oh, man. All right. Hang on. Bear with me here. Tom, you want to talk for a second while I try to figure this out? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I'm uh, I'm excited to find out who it is and what they did uh, because to me, that's great. It's fantastic. You need to be recognized for what you did. You're going to get a really cool shirt. But the bottom line is where are you headed from here? Where are you headed from here? Here. Jay, you might as well just let it roll. We'll put it in the uh, in the chat later on. This doesn't even make sense why this isn't working. Hang on a second here. Yeah, we're last week. What's that? Oh, here we go. I can I can get it here. Give me just a second. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. But yeah, so every week we announce a winner of the Do Hard Things Nation, and we're trying to identify people. People are taking nominations for people that are crushing it in life, that are doing hard things. Maybe they've done something to improve their health and wellness, relationship, milestone in their career, development, you know, because hard stands for health and wellness, affluence and wealth, relationships and development. And uh, we want to nominate someone who's stepping up 
And uh, so I think I got it now. Share my screen. This week, it's just not working. I'm going to have to load it up later. This is so weird. I have to go to system preferences and do some stuff. That's so bizarre. Anyway, this week's winner is Craig Likey. Gosh dang it. I need to get his... uh, I'm going to have to make a separate video on this because you need to see his photos. Nice. Why is it? Talk uh, but anyway, Craig. Craig, Craig Likey, uh, in 2008, he was um, he was really overweight. He wasn't taking care of his health and his wellness. But in 2008, he decided to take on an Ironman and change his life. And he was in Men's Journal for having a huge success story by doing the Chattanooga Ironman. He lost 150 pounds and is constantly out getting after it. Uh, doing things. He just finished the, the, the big bam in Missouri. It's the bike across Missouri. Nice. Um, and he just finished that up last week. And the, the temperatures here were, it was like a, over a hundred degrees every day or in the high nineties. It was a super, super hot week. Um, he's also an aspiring comedian and just uh, basically had a pilot for a show called shifting gears and uh, here in uh, Columbia, they uh, they had the screening, and they're hoping that they get picked up by one of the networks. So he's an inspiring comedian as well. He's a really funny guy. And uh, just a guy that's out getting after it. He's just out there, um, you know, taking care of his health and his wellness, talking about it, helping other people, trying to live a, a better life, and just all-around general good dude. So, Craig, we appreciate you. I will um, – I'll post your your photos in the Do Hard Things Nation page, but we're going to send out a shirt, brother. Keep uh, keep doing hard things, and uh, apologize we couldn't get your photos up here. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, I want to hear from this guy. So his name is Chris, and Chris is an Craig. It's Craig, Craig. Craig. Craig Likey. Yep. Craig. Craig Likey. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, like he should be sending us some of his content. Like, how can this guy be promoted even further? How does our audience get to uh, learn a little bit about Craig and where he's headed? I mean, Craig, come on. You yeah, we'll get him on. Dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him hear on. From you. We'll get him on the the Do Hard Things Nation call on Wednesday night, one of these uh, times. So we'll I'll reach out to him and see if we can get him on because I'd love to hear your story. A very compelling story, and uh, I've worked with him uh, recently. Uh, he works for Ultramax. That's how I met him. Is he just uh, he's out there promoting health and fitness? He's you know helps setting up these events. And he's doing all this great stuff. Good. So it's good, good stuff. So good man. All right. So well, it is. Uh, Speaking of crushing goals, it's time to get back to work. So appreciate you, Tom, this morning. Likewise. And, uh, for everyone out there, keep kicking ass, be present. And one of my favorite questions that helps prompt being present is who needs you on your A game? And I always, when I throw that out there, it's like, well, everyone needs me on my A game. No, 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 no. Every day, who is a person, one singular person that yeah. needs you on your A game? How could you show up and be present and intentional with that person? Obviously, everyone needs you on your A game, but you can't show up on your A game all the time. But if you were to select a moment, you want to create that highlight, who who would that be with and what could you do? And that's what being present is all about. So until next time, we'll uh, we'll see you guys in the, uh, next Monday. But also, we do the, uh, the Do Hard Things Nation community call Wednesday evenings at 6.30 Central Standard Time. If you're ready to elevate, you're ready to take your, your, your life to the next level. We have a mastermind called The Forge. And uh, people often ask, what what is that about? Because a lot of people haven't participated in a mastermind. I I equate it to like, it's like a a CrossFit gym for your mindset. It's being around a community of of people that are getting after it. 
we teach high performance topics. We go into a deeper dive. If you have a specific question or scenario, it's an opportunity to bring that up and get connected with a group of like growth minded people that are crushing it because that group is off the chain right now. They're really crushing it in every aspect yep. of their life. So if you're ready to take your take, take the next step, uh, you can join the forge. Also offer one-on-one coaching. We're looking at opportunities uh, to uh, – I'm looking for opportunities to come in. And, and if you have an organization that needs a motivational speaker or want to be taught high-performance habits, uh, reach out to me. I know, Tom, you're, you're probably doing some coaching as well. If, if Tom can help you out, reach out to either one of us. So, uh, And then if you want to get yourself a sweet shirt, be present, or any other one of the Do Hard Things shirt, go to dohardthingsnation.com. And, uh, and yeah, that's about it. Am I missing anything, Tom? No, all good, man. All good. Man, well, I appreciate you. I love these conversations. And uh, for those listening and watching, thank you guys. And uh, we will see you guys in the uh, in the next episode. All right. Cheers. See ya. Do hard things. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. I would also love to know, what is your takeaway? What, what insight did you get from today's episode? You can screenshot this, send it to me on social, post it on social, tag me. And when you share like that, someone else, someone else out there may need to hear this message today. Only 10% of people are engaged in personal growth and development. And uh, there could be a nugget here that could put someone in a positive trajectory. So feel free to share that, tag me in it, send me a direct message, send me an email, let me know what your thoughts are. And you can, you can connect with me on all social media. You can send me an email at j at jteeks.com. Take a moment, leave a review on iTunes. No matter if you're listening to Spotify or any other platform, like iTunes, I guess, is the gold standard for, uh, for reviews. And it really goes a long way for uh, the algorithm, for people searching for personal growth and development. And it helps us go a long way. It means a lot to me that you took a couple minutes to do them. I, I, you know, read through all of them and, you know, it, it just feels good knowing that, uh, that this show is impactful. So if you gain any value, just ask that you, uh, that you do that. Um, if you want to level up, you want to take the next step in your personal growth and development, you can go to jtigs.com, J-A-Y-T-I-E-G-S.com. We've got a variety of options. We've got one-on-one coaching, high-performance coaching through the High Performance Institute, certified high-performance coach. We've got a few different curriculums that I take people through. I also do group coaching. If you have an organization that needs a speaker or you want a live workshop, I can come in and deliver some training to you and your organization. We also have the exclusive Forge Mastermind Group that is a, an elite community of like-minded people that are growing together. And we have a weekly call there and uh, we're going to be rolling out new content for that. And then also we got apparel. So the uh, you know we've got to go to dohardthingsapparel.com. Get your Do Hard Things shirt. Show the world that you do hard things. We got hoodies over there. We got hats. We got we got stickers. We got patches. A variety of different things, and we got a, a variety of different models uh, coming out. So, uh, go, go you can show the world that you do hard things, and you can go over there and send, support us that way. That'd be great. So, in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys in the next episode.